Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Diaz Review. I'm your host, Arnulfo Diaz Jr. You can call me Arnie because it's a lot easier to say. Man, today is just a whole lot of, you know, same thing as last time, a lot of bad stuff. The world is on fire and we're all going to die. Nope. Excuse me. I didn't mean to fear monger there. I want to do the least amount of fear mongering as possible. Uh, what we have going on today uh, is a couple of articles of, you know, politics and such, a little bit about the virus and such. Uh, man, it is just burning down everywhere out there in the world. Uh, let us begin with the man, the myth, the legend, the Donald. So the Donald is making the rounds, trying to make a whole lot of power plays. Uh, after his impeachment victory, uh, in that he was impeached, um, uh, he's definitely uh, doing everything he can to uh, cross all of his uh, supposed subordinates that testified against him, as well as giving big ups to his buddies who helped him out along the way. Um, but the biggest thing that he did within the last 24 hours is write a tweet that made his uh, attorney very, very angry. And the man who runs the Justice Department, Mr. William Barr, a man that Trump himself appointed uh, a little while ago after his uh, former uh, attorney general uh, left. <laughs> and his attorney general was just like not taking any of his bullshit and, and straight up said that it is time for Mr. Trump to stop tweeting so much. Uh, his tweets have actually made it harder for the Justice Department to do its job. Uh, and I've got here a little... Uh, piece of article from the Associated Press on the subject. Attorney General William Barr took a public swipe at President Donald Trump on Thursday saying that the president's tweet about Justice, Justice Department prosecutors and the case and case make it impossible for me to do my job in an interview with ABC News. Barr also said he was prepared to accept the consequences of speaking out against the president. I cannot do my job here and at the department with a constant background, excuse me, background commentary that undercuts me, the attorney general said. Barr has faced growing scrutiny since Tuesday when four prosecutors handling the case of Donald of Trump's long-term friend Roger Stone withdrew from the proceedings in the dispute over his prison sentence. This is really huge too. So like people who are prosecuting something of this nature do not just drop off. And some of these prosecutors not only left the case, they left the Justice Department completely. This is uh, definitely, you know, what happens in a situation when a man like Donald Trump, you know, uh, goes off and says the things that he does uh, and just wildly bursts out commentary without really thinking or understanding what the consequences are. He's shooting himself in the foot, essentially, uh, and his own attorney general is telling him to stop doing what he's doing. Uh, I don't think he'll listen. But uh, this is, uh, you know, indicative of everything that he's done. Uh, he, he 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 can't help himself. He can't. He, he's a public figure. He and he's the most powerful person on the planet. He he he's not going to be told what to do. Uh, 
That's just the truth. Um, but uh, this entire situation is just kind of a macro of the entire uh, atmosphere that's going on in Washington towards Donald Trump. Um, uh, just yesterday, um, the Senate approved a war's power resolution that was actually um, was actually passed in the House and the Senate uh, with several Republicans going and making sure the measure passed. What this this uh, resolution does is it limits the specific power for Donald Trump to do anything at the scale of of assassinating Suleimani ever again on his own. So this is definitely the power scales tipping. They're they're changing and and and, and, and swaying based on the way the power is flowing, right? This is the power structure that has been going for Trump and it's correcting itself. It's what happens in government all the time, at least in our government. Um a lot of key people uh, uh, also said that this resolution was uh, a slight against the president. But seeing as how it had a bipartisan approval, uh, it I mean, you can't forego the thing. Uh, you're trying to keep Donald Trump from starting another war. And a lot of people are really, really, really scared that he might do that uh, because of the, his actions. He definitely like I think you need a hamstring the president for sure. Come on, man. Like. You can't do something that crazy. We essentially killed the president. People say that, but that's how big deal it was to kill this guy. Granted, he did kill Americans. He killed a lot of Americans. He's not a good person. He's not a good person. The act, though, was insane, dude. Insane. Um, let's move on to some even uh, some other news that's also sucky. And we'll, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll hop back on the Trump train tomorrow. I'm sorry, not tomorrow, Monday. We'll come back on Monday. We're doing this five days a week, guys. I ain't got time to do it any more than that. This is this is the man. This is this is nuts. I'm just gonna put this on the camera. That is the, the man, the myth, the legend himself. Harvey, Harvey, Harvey Weinstein. So today we got a glimpse at the trial. Now, this article is from the Associated Press. Uh, he is currently in on trial for his many, many, many dealings. From the Associated Press, Harvey Weinstein's lawyers told jurors Thursday that prosecutors in the rape case against him were acting like movie makers, conjuring up a world where women had no free will. In the alternate universe that prosecutors have created, Harvey Weinstein is a monster. Jesus. One of Weinstein's lawyers said in her closing argument, but she said he's an innocent man reeling on jurors not to be swayed by a sinister tale. A sinister tale. A gross tale of distress and sex and yeah, fucking it's all fiction. The fictionizing everything. They're literally turning the defense, <laughs> the process. God, they're literally pulling, they're turning this whole thing into a fantasy. They're saying it's all fucking, fucking pixie dust and fucking camera magic. I tell you what this is. This, this is a sex addict. 
a sex addict who was very, very, very powerful. At the height of a mountain, at one of the pillars of society, he was powerful. Fucking real powerful. His exploits were so heinous that there were sexual harassment provisions in his contracts with major corporations. This man is a fucking sex addict who deserves to burn in hell because of his power-hungry fucking ways. Fuck you, Harvey Weinstein. I hope you burn in whatever fucking hell you tell people you believe in. Fuck you, dog. Sorry, this is not for children. I uh, I put that in the description. <laughs> Damn, this whole Harvey Weinstein's crazy, man. Ah, I, I'm glad it's happening though. It's an interesting world that we're living now, man. We're living in now, like we're definitely more open and definitely more uh, aligned to each other's feelings. I feel like. We're, we're entering into a new era where men and women are speaking to each other more. Or at least the idea of speaking to each other more is definitely percolating out into the, you know, the, the interwebbings of the, of the world. And it's prosecutions and it's actions like these that are taking place that are making sure that happened. Power is a fucking... Power is a fucking... Just delicious drug. And the more you have of it, the more you want. And I think it's it's fucking beautiful. It's beautiful what the fuck is happening right now with all these power-hungry assholes getting what the fuck is coming to them. It's great. It's absolutely wonderful. I love it. And what I don't love, uh, the coronavirus. The coronavirus. Now, the coronavirus is now not called the coronavirus. It is now called COVID-19, viral illness. I've got three separate articles here, each one with, you know, uh, world-scaring, terrifying type of headlines. Same we've seen for months now. We have from these, here's a couple headlines. Uh, from the Washington Post, epidemic financial fallout likely to linger for months. I got a theory about this. For you conspiracy theories kind of people out there. Think about this. Uh, what, like, we all, like, if those th those people who are working in finance know or at least have an inkling that there's possibly going to be an economic downturn, which a lot of people would gather to say is inevitable. Because the markets always have been flow, and currently we have been in a bull market for almost 10 years. The bear market is coming simply because of the nature of the market, right? There has to be a downturn simply because of patterns. And if you're following the patterns, then you know or you, are, you have an inkling that there is an economic downturn coming. This is a nuts idea. What if somebody released a virus? To slow down the economy before the huge economic downturn. Just saying. I'm not saying that's really true, true. Just a little, 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 little witchcraft idea that I have in my head. <laughs> anyway, let me read a little tidbit here from this financial crisis. I mean, not financial, but the uh, epidemic hurting 
the financials of the world. The economic casualties from China's coronavirus epidemic are mounting as Asia and Europe auto plants run short of parts, free spending Chinese tourists stay home, and the U.S. companies brace for unpredictable turbulence. That's just the start of a financial hangover that is expected to linger for months. Even if the flu-like illness is soon brought under control, econ economists and supply chain experts say the Chinese epidemic after effects will likely cause a global economic to shrink this quarter for the first time since the depths of the 2009 financial crisis. Damn! It's happening quick. This virus is now affecting markets and the global economy in very huge ways. It's, it's, it's insane. China, who is a country trying to bid for its place on the planet, and by all accounts, is going to become the largest country with the largest GDP on the planet uh, because of its safety regulations has now shot itself and the world in the foot with what has happened here. I think if we survive this pending outbreak or whatever this is, um, I think China is going to do a huge double down. A huge double down on its health regulations. It just kind of has to. Oh, here's some good news. Uh, I talked about a cruise ship yesterday that was that was uh, anchored in Cambodia. According to the Associated Press, that ship was able to dock. From the Associated Press, Cambodia, a cruise ship that had been stranded at sea for about two weeks after being refused entry by four Asian governments because of virus fears, finally docked Thursday evening in Cambodia. Cambodia agreed to let the MS Westminster dock at the port of, I don't know how to say this word, so I'm not going to try, after Thailand bar barred it on Wednesday, following similar bans by Japan, Taiwan, and the Philippines. They kept the ship away over concerns that it would expose them to the new virus from China. Holland American Liner said no cases of Convid-19. Viral illness has been confirmed among its 1,455 passengers and 802 crew members. The ship initially anchored offshore from Cambodia, and a team of health officials began checks. It then moved to, su moved to sunset at a berth at the port in the Gulf of Thailand. That's good. At least these people aren't going to be stranded in the middle of the ocean. That's for darn sure. Now, uh, another huge update for the virus is that there have been some new calculating of infection protocols that have been set in place that have actually made it to where there's a little bit more of an accurate picture of just how many people have been affected by the virus on the planet. Um, now, one thing about this, this new reporting, it has risen the number of infected by a lot. Uh, so the global number currently, as of February 14th, it's 63,000 in China, 15 in U.S., 7 in Canada. India's got 3, Sri Lanka's got 1, Nepal's got 1, Russia's got 2, Japan's got 31, South Korea's 28, Taiwan's 18, Australia has 15. 
Finland's got one. Sweden's got one. Germany's got 16. Friday. France has got 11. Britain's got nine. Italy's got three. Belgium's got one. And Spain has two people. Um, now, here's a little article from the Associated Press about these new numbers. Under new reporting requirements, cases have considered... Uh, have been considered confared. Sorry, I can't read. There's a fold in my paper. Confirmed based on symptoms and CT scan of the lungs. Previously, confirmations depended on the laboratory test, a time-consuming requirement that left a large blockage of untested suspected cases. Okay. So essentially, they wanted to make sure that there was a better reporting so that they could actually do a better way of of calculating the patients that wanted to get tested. So the testing is faster. Also, like I, s I actually read yesterday that there is a vaccine that has been created uh, by a medical firm, and I believe it's Australia. And they're going, they're going to be ready with it uh, in the summer, apparently, is when they'll have it. I mean, I got to say this, man. We're moving fast. We're moving fast on this thing. Definitely moving fast on it, and it's amazing how quickly the reporting is. SARS definitely prepped us for a lot of this stuff, man. I'm not worried yet, personally. Uh, I don't think people should be ready, worried at all right now. But it, I mean, it's uh, it's happening, man. This thing is spreading. All right, guys, we're gonna do a little bit of tidbits from the national news. A couple little here, little 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 national news ticker. Weight loss drug pulled from market. Oklahoma says it will resume executions. I'm not going to read that one. It's terrible. Uh, ceiling collapses hurts two people in the Atlanta airport. In Georgia, public safety chief quips, quits aimed scandal. Let's go with weight loss drug pulled from market. The makers of a weight loss drug pulled it from the market Thursday at the request of federal regulators who said it posed an increased risk of cancer. That sucks. All right. Oklahoma says it will resume executions. Oklahoma plans to resume executions. Death row inmates five years after lethal injections were put on hold following a series of death chambers mishaps. State officials announced Thursday. Oh, my God. They had death chamber mishaps. What the fuck does that look like? Oh, God. Oh, my God. This shit. Hey, man, I think some people deserve to die. For sure, man. Georgia Public Safety <laughs> Chief quits after, oh, what the fuck did this dude do? Department of Public Health Commissioner Colonel Mark McDonald said he will step down just weeks after in, in what does it say? In a, oh, an entry graduating class of the State Patrol Trooper School was fired or resigned after Becoming accused of cheating on an online exam. Oh, fuck. This kid cheating. Jesus. Fucking babies. Uh, all right. So new, the news world, news world ticker. Uh, let's see. Syria defenses engaged in hostile targets. I mean, that's par for the course. Panama recaptures escaped murderer. Well, that's that's awesome. Panamanian police on Thursday recaptured a Dominican man convicted of kidnapping and murdering five young people of Chinese descent two weeks after he escaped prison for a second time. Jesus Christ. National Public Director George Mandera, um, yeah, Mandera told local media that 
Gilberto Ventura Carabazos was found in the province of Chiriqui, bordering Costa Rica. U.S. women arrested in Rome in 2002 death. Jesus, so much death. An American woman wanted in the 2002 death of her husband who remains were so badly burned that they weren't identified for more than a decade. Oh, my God. Was arrested after she and her teenage son checked into a hotel in Rome. Police said Thursday U.S. attorneys, U.S. authorities had been seeking to extradite Beverly McConnell, 59, from Pakistan, where she was believed to be living, to stand trial in the slaying of her husband. Jesus. God, it's so much shit. There's just so much ass shit in the world. You know what? I'm done. Good Lord. There's so much terrible crap in the world. <laughs> God damn. I promise I'm going to read good news at some point instead of all this crap. I just need to get... I need to get this whole podcasting YouTube thing in my muscles first. I'll get there. Thanks for uh, listening and watching, guys. I appreciate it. Have a good one.